So please, Avengers, don't sue us. We don't have money. <laughs> that stoners will be stoned. And then the car just floors it, and it's just... It gets, like, the hell out of there real fast. It crosses like a medium. Remember how I explained there's a difference between... Oh, haunted house scream, and a, I am about to die scream. Well, I believe that this is more of a I'm about to die scream. Michael kicks the door, the driver's side door open, hits the gun. She flips it around and blows her own brains out. I'm like, are you kidding me? No problem, Ryan Reynolds. Anything for you. Empowering herself with the power of penis. Yes, yes, it's very weird. If you are in a haunted house that has the walls covered with oil, that should be a red sign. This is a haunted house, not a goddamn O'Reilly's Auto Parts. This can only be one of two things. It's either a video game world, kind of like GTA, or it's Detroit. Yeah, when you turn on the serial killer that you were interviewing for your news reporting TV show, yeah, you're kind of fucked. Comet's orbit. We will check the ephemeris, and that will give us the distance between the comet and planet Earth. Why does the ephemeris keep getting lower and lower? Gee, thanks for ruining the music montage. Anyways, welcome back to another episode of Tyler's Thursday Takes. Late on a Thursday. There's just been so much going on that I completely forgot what day it was. But we are here, and this is out on a Thursday. For a lot of you, you're probably frozen inside your house like I am. So what better way to spend your time than listening to me review the 2021 movie Don't Look Up? That is correct. Today we are going to be reviewing... Don't look up as a suggestion from my fellow co-host Michael on the main channel. Don't look up is a 2021 movie. It is rated R, so unfortunately the kiddies do not get to watch this scientific extravaganza that I'm guessing. It is just 2 hours and 18 minutes long. It has a 7.2 out of 10 rating on IMDb, and it just dropped in popularity to 7. But for it to drop to 7, that still means... It must have been pretty highly rated. The main thing that I immediately notice about this movie is it's it's Netflix waving its budget around again. It's got pretty much anybody who's and like if you know most of the names that are on the list already, then there's a good chance that Netflix just waved their wallet around. We're talking Leo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, Meryl Streep, Kate Blanchett. Rob Morgan, Jonah Hill, which Jonah Hill is just basically attached to Leonardo DiCaprio at this point. You have Mark Rylance, Tyler Perry, Timothée Chalamet, Ron Perlman, Ariana Grande, Kid Cudi. Like, the list goes on and on. So this is 100% Netflix waving their wallet around, showing that they can get all the big names because this is indeed a Netflix-exclusive movie. And the quick kind of premise for this movie is that two low-level astronomers must go on a giant media tour to warn mankind of an approaching comet that will destroy planet Earth. It's considered a comedy, drama, sci-fi, which I guess you could figure out by the whole 
comet thing. <laughs> but that's pretty much all that we could talk about to begin with. Why don't we just go ahead and jump right on into this movie. So it starts off with Jennifer Lawrence's character. Her name is Kate. She discovers a comet as she is observing her telescopic research. And she notices that there's a comet that seems to be going by. And they start running numbers on it to see how far away from Earth it's going to be. And as you heard at the end of that clip, she goes, Why does it epiphyrium or what? I'm not too scientific, so a lot of the words that are big words that hurt my small, tiny peanut brain, <laughs> I'll do my best, but it's it's not going to be great. And so she's like, why is the epiphyrium getting smaller? And that means it's going to connect with the Earth, and it's just going to be a whole other ice age, and everybody's going to die. <laughs> so that's where we're at to start off immediately. Jesus Christ. I'm going to put them on speaker. Dr. Oglethorpe, head of the Planetary Defense Coordination Office. Is that a real place? Yes, the Planetary Defense Coordination Office is a planetary defense organization established in January 2016 with the NASA's Planetary Space Division of Scientific Mission Doctorate. So yes, it is a real place. I I, I looked it up. That that was straight from that was straight from Google. So yes, it is a real thing. So. Uh, yeah, they're running the calculations on the comet, and it just seems to be getting worse. Your calculations. Uh, scout program is saying in six months, 14 days. We got six months and 14 days. And it's roughly five to ten kilometers wide, which, which, uh, isn't that an extinction level event? So that's right. Six months and 14 days until the whole world gets reverted back to the whole scrap rat from Ice Age era. Because once this thing hits, I don't know how big five kilometers is, but I know that's somewhere roughly around five to ten miles, somewhere in that range. Because kilometers and miles are... I'm sorry, I'm American, so I run, I run metric or whatever the fuck it is. So yeah, if this thing hits Earth, in six months, everything you know and love will be turned into dust. And so because of this, everybody starts freaking out. Leonardo DiCaprio's character is just, oh, I, I don't know what's going on. And I don't know if they were trying to be funny, but this is what Jennifer Lawrence's character, Kate, had to say about it. I gotta go get a high. Where does I need you both in DC fast? And before I get up on my high horse about this whole stupid thing that I'm about to go on, it could just be a joke, and I understand very much that it could be a joke, but I feel like this is an issue in today's society where a lot of people, when they realize that they're going to die soon, find solace in recreational drug activities or just stuff that's some stuff that's like more superficial. If I found out that I had six months to live, I would spend it with my girlfriend, we would go everywhere that we wanted to go and I would make sure that I had no regrets when it comes to living I wouldn't immediately go man I want to go drink a Dr. Pepper and jump off a building I want to cherish the time that I have left so it's probably just a joke but I feel like that's a, a norm in today's society that I don't feel like would accurately represent most people but then again with the weight that the world is now, there's a good chance that it 
probably does. And so now they're immediately flown out to this air base and to the president's office to basically explain that everybody's screwed. Alright, so let me go ahead and set the scene for you. They're waiting for the president, who is female. I, I like. I guess they're trying to put that in this movie. All that I can associate this with is that this is a what if, if Hillary was elected, a giant meteor would be coming towards the earth. I don't know why. I just think that's funny. But... I, they try to do this opening credits thing, which makes no sense. So, like, we've already sat through a good 10 minutes of the movie. And there were credits at the very beginning. It told you who the makers of the film were at the very beginning, like what studio made it. But instead, 10 minutes in, they decide to put up a fucking a, a credit scene of all the actors and actresses in the name of the movie. Like, that seems stupid it doesn't seem ingenuitive it doesn't seem new it doesn't seem refreshing it literally just seems like out of nowhere the movie's over it, it doesn't give me the impression that the movie's now starting like just it, it doesn't make any sense to me oh gosh oh gosh <laughs> so now officially in my mind end of the movie that's it end credits i'll go home now that that's the end of it. We were ten minutes in, and that's a ten minute short film. I am to be lied. It's two hours and eighteen minutes. No, like what is this? It feels like it's over now. So for the rest of this, I just feel like okay, it's over. That was the that was the credits. But let's let's see how it goes. I guess I minus point. That gets a minus point for me because I felt like that was stupid. That's some shit you see in like late night television with Family Guy, or. South Park was notoriously bad for it, even though it's like my favorite show. It would play the intro and then cut to commercial. That that that's what this feels like. It feels like I just was forced to sit through watching Tom Selleck tell me how to remortgage my house. Alright, so I get it now. This whole movie's supposed to be a parody. It's I I get it. It's supposed to be America hopped up on drugs to the fullest extent where nothing makes sense and nobody gives a shit about anything. But I'm glad to see that they put the gay, trans, bisexual, whatever TikTok thing is that lives in the White House who does all the stupid random TikToks in the form of Jonah Hill. So, I mean, that's a, a little bit more of real life added to it. Hey, peeps. Uh, it's not looking like it's going to happen tonight and I feel... Horrible. So we're going to put you up in a hotel somewhere. Excuse me, does, does the president know why we're here? In case any of y'all are wondering what trans, gay, whatever thing that lives in the White House I'm talking about, look it up on TikTok. He, it, she, per, TikTok account is, is, they, I don't understand what they do. They just sit in the White House and make TikToks. And I'm guessing that's what Jonah Hill is supposed to be. Only the person in real life looks like. James Charles' illegitimate butt baby, and has fingernails as long as, you know, the raptor claws, so good to see that he got got a nod into this, but yeah, we're looking at it where nobody really seems to give a shit about complete and utter annihilation. Instead, they were talking about Supreme Court justice nominees and how one of them was noticeably aroused while doing nude portrait drawings or something like that so like i said obviously this is just it, the whole thing is a parody 
But I like Leonardo DiCaprio's uh, Michigan personality here. It's a, uh, oh gosh, it's a, uh, it's really funny if I do say so myself. But uh, I, I mean, I wouldn't say too much like that. Just you know, just so everyone else gets a good little laugh out of it. You know, just just a little bit. I'm sorry, but Leonardo DiCaprio's character is just so wholesome here. He is the only person that I truly care about. If if the planet could just be destroyed and this asteroid hits everybody except for Leonardo DiCaprio and his family, I'd be more than happy with that. But anyways, they now go to talk to the president. And of course, there's a fucking picture of her and Steven Seagal on her desk. So this is just parody up to the highest degree it's gonna be really weird trying to keep you know a sane head through this it's a lot like uh shit what was that movie it was the one with all of them in it where it's got like joe wrote not joe fucking rogan seth rogan and all those other numb nuts because the world is ending at least that works because the world's ending and it's supposed to be random shit is going on this is supposed to be like a thing but i don't know we'll see we'll see how the rest of this excuse me how the rest of this goes what's going on it's just the protocol please please don't worry oh marshall got a 172 on his lsats and we're celebrating way to go marshall way to go i'm proud of you buddy thank you dad miss you (laughs) Hey, how's, how's Evan feeling? Are, are the new meds working out? I'm a solid four. Oh, he's a solid four. Well, that's, that's better than last month, right? Just just remember to speak up in the meeting tomorrow. See, I mean, like, come on. How do you not absolutely just adore this family right now? They seem... Ugh. I like this family. I don't... And, and Teddy, the head of the... Is it fake division of nasa so let's go let's go then they can all just go live on mars with elon musk i know it's musk but i wanted to say Musk. so we had an interesting little segment where we had peter ishawell who i'm guessing is supposed to be like a pedophilia sort of steve jobs i think because there's like kids on the stage with him which is really weird but he's selling his phone and Basically, he ends up getting screenshots of the comet that's coming towards the house, or towards the White House, towards everything. And so, you get this little insight that the word is kind of getting spread, and now Leonardo DiCaprio, Dr. Mindy, and Kate, and Teddy, and all of them are trying to get it out to as many people as they can that a comet's coming towards the Earth. And so, they're at the New York Herald. But... Now, uh, they're going to try to find more and more people that they could try to get to, but nobody's listening to them because nobody gives a shit, really. Oh, and I'm including this clip in here just because I personally feel like it, and it's the vibe that I just keep getting from this movie. White House is denying they even met with them. Well, assholes will always be assholes. Yep, assholes will always be assholes, because when they went to go meet Mrs. Madam President, all she said was, let's push this off because midterms and we're not even going to have Congress, so we wouldn't even be able to do it anyways. It's not like it's a life-threatening thing, and they keep trying to minimize it when they're like, oh, it's a 100% chance, and they're like, well, it's a 99.78, and they're like, oh, so it's not, Jonah Hill's character's like, oh, so it's not a 100% chance, so like, <laughs> you, what do we say? And Madden President's like, I'll just say it's 70%, we'll move on, we'll push it off until later. And everyone's like, no, 
we're gonna die if we don't do something about it. So it's just mind-numbingly frustrating so far at this point. And we'll see where this goes, because so far I think I'm just gonna end up getting a headache from it. Holy Christ, like I said, everything in this movie, they're just taking everything that I find frustrating <laughs> and putting it into a movie. If it wasn't for Leonardo DiCaprio's character, he, he, he is doing an excellent job, by the way. You can really feel the anxiety. Like, he seems like the only, like, normal person in this movie because, like, everybody else just seems like a massive caricature of a normal person ariana grande's character is like every tiktoker ever is what it seems like and then everybody else is so completely dense that like you could throw a rock at them and it'll just it'll crackle and hollow inside of them so man i've got two more hours of this and i'm trying not to just bang my head against the nearest, sharpest, hardest object I could find. So now that they are on the Daily Rip with Tyler Perry and whoever the fuck else this is, they begin to go through all normal news segments and bullshit. Like they had the Ariana Grande thing where her boyfriend, Kid Cudi, DJ Cello, McMello, Marshmello, butt fucking Cello Seto. And they end up proposing and shit like that. And it gets to their segment. And of course they're not taking it seriously. And (laughs) fucking Jennifer Lawrence's character Kate just absolutely flips the fuck out. Because it is a serious thing. But to a point where she seems like that screaming girl at Trump's inauguration. You know, where they're just like... That's all that I'm getting from it. When we're all 100% for sure gonna fucking die! <laughs> hey, Kate. Sorry. And of course, none of them take it seriously because it's a t- fucking talk show or some shit. I don't know. I guess, well, one of my favorite lines from the entire movie so far was uttered at the end of this conversation by Tyler Perry. Great, man, but, uh... I think mullet girl, she probably needs some media training. Ha, fucking mullet girl. Uh, that that was a good one. Good thing that, you know, they're basing all their analytics on memes from like the 1990s in the good old formats of big words at top, big words at bottom, big meme funny laugh in the middle. And of course, Leonardo DiCaprio's character is getting like lovey-dovey eyes from everyone because... Leonardo DiCaprio is a good-looking man, I'm not gonna lie, and I like his character in here, but this is still just very much mind-numbing, but if I were to give my prediction, Leonardo DiCaprio's character is going to do something morally irrehensible, if I could say that word, morally irrehensible. and his character morale is going to just absolutely dip. The bottom line is you guys told us the science was 100%, and it's not. And now we look like idiots. No, no, no. Who who said the science is not 100%? I want to talk to this person. You tell me who said the science is not solid. Dr. Jocelyn Calder, the head of NASA, just came out calling it more near-miss hysteria. 
She's the one who told us More not to say near anything. near-miss hysteria. Is she even an astronomer? She's the head of NASA, but maybe she doesn't know what she's talking about. Yeah, she's the head of NASA, but look, she's a former anesthesiologist and a president oh, Aline donor. super donor. Well, let's not be dramatic here. The point it's all here, corrupt. Yeah, but the point is that Adul's right. I mean, there's still serious debate, and now the Herald has egg on its face. So, yeah, the head of NASA basically doing a whole PR stunt thing. And so now the Herald doesn't want anything to do with them because it seems like they were, quote-unquote, lying to them just to get media attention. Holy shit, this is going to be a long two hours and 18 minutes. It's just so mind-numbingly difficult to watch. It's not... Uh, besides, like, these small interactions of, like, Mullet Girl or just Leonardo DiCaprio's family, this just, I, I don't, I just really want this movie to be over at this point, hopefully, God, hopefully this meteor strikes me and I don't have to finish watching it, I do like this small little Oprah Winfrey, you're gonna die, you're gonna, you're all gonna die, uh, this is one of those moments where I'm like, uh, this isn't too bad. Oh look, they even have Sarah don't make fun of me Silverman and you can't make you can't criticize me for the things that I do because <laughs> I'm a comedian but then turns and criticizes people for the things that they do because they're comedians. Oh my god, can this movie just be over? I am Ugh. <laughs> I just want it so badly to be over, but I've still got like two hours left on it. I'm gonna go insane watching this fucking movie. It is so painful to watch at the moment. And we are fully prepared to mobilize in a historic fashion in order to save this planet. So basically, what you're saying is. So yeah, the president agrees to finally make efforts to stop the comet because people at Harvard and Princeton and all that found the science to be correct and also because she's in a scandal of sending pictures of her vagina to some fucking senator or something. Uh, I'm really just going to spark notes version the rest of this to protect my mental health because this is just, oh god, this is so bad, <laughs> and I've seen bad movies. So, yep, as predicted, he ends up sleeping with the news reporter lady because shit movie with shit writing is very predictable. So, yeah, he did something morally irrehensible. Because he was publicized way too much and drawn into a limelight that he was so afraid of beforehand that he's now become one of these people and I just... Holy shit, I just want this to be over. 20 bucks says it right now, they're getting ready to launch the rocket that something's gonna go wrong or they're gonna pull a fucky wucky and I'm just gonna... I'm just calling it right now. We'll see. Yep, the fucking rocket turned around after they talked to the pedophile Steve Jobs guy or whatever. So obviously he said something about fucking polls or money or some shit. So I'm so insufferable. So they turned the 
rocket around and didn't destroy it because it's got minerals to make cell phones in it. And their biggest donors, pedophile Steve Jobs, uh, wants it to make more phones. And this is just insufferable. I literally think I'm going to vomit because of how stupid, frustrating, and annoying. And now pedophile Steve Jobs is smelling the reporter like pedophile Joe Biden. I don't understand what's going on, but I just... God, let this meteor strike me down and kill me instantly, please. Listen, I don't know. Listen, just tell us what's going on. I got three scared kids at home. How about you just tell us something? I, I understand. I, I wish I could share information. We're, we're people just like you. We deserve to know. They're right. They deserve to know. Do you really want to know what's going on? No. Kate, Kate, don't. Kate, don't. Kate, Kate. They found a bunch of gold and diamonds and rare shit on the comet. So they're gonna let it hit the planet to make a bunch of rich people even more disgustingly rich. So yeah, Jennifer Lawrence's character, Kate, I don't know if they told her to make, like, as many weird faces whenever you're reading your lines or something like that. Because she seems to be over-expressing everything that she says, like teeth bared and stuff like that. And it is, makes no sense. People don't talk like that. I don't talk like I'm fucking, my teeth are... Like, what's the point of this? And anyway, so she tells them all what's going on, as you heard in there. And then it goes full BLM riots in the streets and shit like that after she tells them. Because people are like, oh, the rich people just want money. And that's why they're going to possibly let us all die. Because they want more money. Because, yes, that should infuriate everyone. Because it's completely fucking ridiculous. And due to the fact that she gave out government secrets she's now put with the bag over her head back into the back of the fbi car and is most likely going to jail prison something i don't fucking know can they take me there if it means that i don't have to watch this fucking movie anymore <laughs> whoa slow down kids sorry mom i worry about my kids and their future sure the jobs the comet's gonna create sound great what if it's not safe Right now, millions of you are having these same doubts and questions about the approaching comet. That is why Bass Cellular, in conjunction with the United States government, is creating a new hotline, free of charge, to answer all of your questions. And who knows? Maybe, just maybe, one of our scientists. Thank you, Sharon. Makes me feel so much better. Can be that friend we all need to lean on during uncertain times. Call 1-800-532-4500 for peace of mind. Offer only available to Bash customers. Details of your call may be shared with other subsidiaries to enhance your future customer experience. Data roaming charges apply. Can I get some of that? Can I get a scientist on the phone right now to talk about why this movie is so bad and shit-filled and why I all of a sudden have thoughts of suicide and depression after watching this? Like, I'm getting a headache. As I watch this movie, it's so 
infuriating and frustrating and I I just don't understand and now it looks like Leonardo DiCaprio's character is about to be confronted by his wife about why he isn't coming home and just oh my god I just don't understand this movie I just I still have like an hour left god hey military when you don't need to waterboard terrorists anymore all right you don't need to take off each and every single one of their toes and break their fingers with bread knives just show them this movie 30 minutes in they'll be telling you fucking launch codes and secrets and where they're hiding in the caves and they'll give back all the shit that you left in Afghanistan just please It'll make your life so much easier. Just put on Don't Look Up and they'll be like, No, please, sir, no. He, uh, uh, he, he hiding cave behind house next to goat farm. Please, you can, you can have back helicopter. We don't know how to fly anyway. And they'll just give it all back. Just show them this and it'll, trust me. Is it Texas? <laughs> oh, my God. June, what, what, uh, what are you doing here, sweetie? So yeah, big shocker, Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's character gets caught by his wife, and she confronts them, and basically, it's like, oh, well, yeah, don't forget about your sons and everything, and starts throwing medicine at them, the reporter lady doesn't seem to care at all, so, yeah, his life is pretty much ruined, I'm willing to bet my bottom dollar that by the end of this movie, the reporter lady is going to leave him, and then he will have nothing. And because of that, we now go to Kate, who is becoming somewhat of a underground sensation with all the memes and shit like that, which is obviously apparent with this interaction that she has with three underage kids that come into a liquor store somehow. Holy shit, you're a stone-cold legend. Word is bond. That picture of you on my board. picture you on his fucking board. That's great. What's your purchase? If you don't have one, I need you to get out of line and make room for the other customers. So, yeah, all these underground people seem to like her a lot, and they basically invite her to come hang out. And now they begin to see the preparations for the big drone thing that's going to blow up the comet and harvest the minerals out of it. I'm sorry if I don't sound as energetic. I am practically dead inside at this point. How you'll die... It's a 96, 96.5% accuracy. I looked you up after we met. Your death was so unremarkable and boring. I can't remember the details, uh, apart from one thing. You're going to die alone. So I've got two things to say from this clip. One, I think it's interesting and actually kind of factual how a lot of things can be figured out mathematically and by algorithms and probabilities due to prior behavior traits and even medical history. So I think that part's cool out of this. Also, his algorithm predicted that he'll die alone, which props to me, again, (laughs) you don't need a multi-million dollar algorithm to tell you that all you really need is um an idiot with half of a brain and they could have told you that he was going to die alone based on the actions that he's been making in this movie and by terrible script writing so yeah looks like i uh hit the nail on the head on that one this whole administration 
nation has completely lost their fucking mind and I think we're all gonna die! So Leonardo DiCaprio's character has managed to see the light and he is explaining to everyone that they should have just blown it up when they had the chance, but everyone wants the money. And that audio clip is how I have felt throughout this entire movie, where my head just feels like it's going to explode and I want to just shout into this microphone. And it finally becomes apparent that he's like, look, we're all going to die. It's all been covered up by the administration because of money and politics and all that. And he has this one, it's a really long speech, and it's all really worth it. But, actually, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> this whole movie sucks ass, and this is the only good part, so I'll let you listen to the entire speech that he has. Say things. Oh, would you please just stop being so fucking pleasant? I'm sorry, but not everything needs to sound so goddamn clever or charming or likable all the time. Sometimes we need to just be able to say things to one another. We need to hear things. Look, let's establish once again that there is a huge comet headed towards Earth. And the reason we know that there is a comet is because we saw it. We saw it with our own eyes using a telescope. I mean, for God's sakes, we took a fucking picture of it. What other proof do we need? And if we can't all agree at the bare minimum that a giant comet the size of Mount Everest hurling its way towards planet Earth is not a fucking good thing, then what the hell happened to us? I mean, my God, how do, how do we even talk to each other? What have we, we, we done to ourselves? How do we fix it? We should have deflected this comment when we had the fucking chance, but we didn't do it. I, mean, I don't know why we didn't do it. And now that they're, 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 they're actually firing scientists like me for speaking out, for opposing them. And I'm sure many of the people out there aren't even going to listen to what I just said because, you know, they have their own political ideology. But I, I assure you, I am not on one side or the other. I, I'm just telling you the fucking truth. I, I think this would be a good time to establish that, that Isherwell and the president have well, both said that there's both. benefits to be right, had. Right, well, the president the of the United States is fucking lying. Look, I, I'm just like all of you. I hope to God, I hope to God that this president knows what she's doing. I hope she's got us all taken care of. But the truth is, I think... This whole administration has completely lost their fucking mind! And I think we're all gonna die! So yeah, he goes on this long speech basically saying, look, it's all been covered up, they're lying. And that entire speech is the only source of any type of gratuity, fucking enjoyment of anything that I've taken out of this entire fucking movie. Because this shit hits home. Like, America does do this. Like, with the whole COVID-19 stuff. Look, I'm not saying I'm a conspiracy theorist or anything like that. You can have your opinions on it, whatever. COVID-19 is not that serious. COVID-19 is the flu for old people. It doesn't affect kids. Kids don't need to be vaccinated. There's more research that needs to be done. And for anyone who's saying oh i'm just gonna go do my own research yes you should do your research if you listen to the fucking news or people news report people tell you hey 
What are you doing? Doing your own research? Yes, you should research everything. There's a point to finding out stuff on your own. I can't tell you how many times I've gotten into arguments with people and they've sent me an article to read to prove their point and it has nothing to do with anything that they were saying. You need to learn stuff on your own. Don't listen to big media corporations. Don't listen to people who are telling you how to think. You need to think for yourselves. That's the only only part of this that has come from any type of fucking anything from this movie the only source of sustenance from this and it was delivered by leonardo dicaprio the only fucking good character in here so far and so what i was saying is shit does get covered up like this the way he said they are firing scientists like me yes they are firing scientists like him they do that shit here in America. They do it. It is incredibly bad in China, but they do it here in America where real scientists have come out and explained the repercussions of the COVID-19 vaccine or how the COVID variants are not killing younger people and they get deplatformed because of it because it doesn't fit the narrative of what people are saying. When I said it's not as bad as China, the reason I say it's not as bad as China is if a doctor or a scientist or anything comes out about anything like this in china they just disappear there's no oh they get deplatformed so now they're just not on social media or whatever they literally just disappear their families don't see them their colleagues don't see them their dog gets left at home they are literally wiped off the face of the earth like this is an actual thing that happens it's <laughs> so this is the only part of this movie that has had any type of sustenance for me. Everything else has been completely and utterly frustrating. So, there's at least one part in this that has redeemed it somewhat, and it was that entire long segment. I don't care if this gets taken down because of that, but that was the only part of this movie that has given me any type of enjoyment, any type of feeling, any type of anything that goes on. <sighs> Endorphin go because <sighs> the rest of this has just been so bad. And of course, now Leonardo DiCaprio is going to be put in the FBI van with the sack over his head. Holy shit, and I don't know if it's supposed to be a joke or something, but she keeps talking about how the fucking five-star general or four-star or whatever the fuck charged them for the water bottles and the snacks and everything. Even though she didn't even... <laughs> he didn't take her money. He took Leonardo DiCaprio's money. So she didn't lose anything. But holy shit, I'm so fucking frustrated and tired of hearing about the fucking four-star general and his stupid snacks. Also, why is there like this heartwarming moment while they're looking up at the comet and everything? Like everyone's like, ooh, look, pretty comet. That thing is coming to murder you. <laughs> I don't look at... A guy who's standing outside of my house with a knife would be like, oh, look, it's a, it's, it's a guy. It's a guy with a knife. Oh, my God. It's so good. Oh, my God. You know, he's he looks really well built. Oh, my God. What? I would be shitting myself. But I guess now that they can finally actually see it. But still, I, I this is a weird reaction to me. Dr. Mindy. 
plan to save Earth and make it so we can all have a home is going to work, right? Every single man, woman, and child on this planet is going to die. I don't like him. He makes me sad. I'm sorry uh, about that. Yeah, Kids, listen to me. Earth. You tell your parents that President Orlean and Ishmael are sociopaths and sus- So this is now my second favorite clip where he's on fucking Elmo's world or some shit and basically telling everyone, look, you're going to die. <laughs> and so this entire movie, I've been trying to figure out what political party this president is supposed to be. There's been a lot of it that makes it seems like it's liberal. There's been moments like this where it makes it seem like they're conservative with the people that are there. I'm just going to say it's political party retardation because none of it makes sense. Like, I guess it leans more towards the liberal party because it's more so about keeping people happy and making people think that everything's fine when in actuality it's not and only going for approval ratings. So that's my guess. I would say more left than right but either way it's still fucking political party dumbass but uh, i don't understand <laughs> because now they're saying oh don't look up there's not a fucking comment there it's so fucking weird that just so much of this is just mind-numbingly stupid it's like America, if America was on just drugs and everybody was a dumbass. Like, you know how in most movies and TV shows, somebody has to be a dumbass for something to like progress or go along? Well, in this movie, everybody's the dumbass. That is the only way that this movie moves along pin like that yeah yeah this pin this pin points both up and down because i think as a country we need to stop arguing and 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 virtue signaling just get along that is so refreshing mm. i think we're all tired of the politics yeah yeah well i mean that's why we made total devastation it's for everyone you know it's a popcorn move i what the fuck so, okay, I'm trying to process this. So it's taking an extreme, something that is obviously, there's only one good point of view on it. And that I think that's why I'm starting to realize this movie is so completely, ridiculously, indescribably insane and mind-numbing to me, is because... They're trying to take a non-political thing and they are trying to make it seem as though it is. So let me try to process this. Let me try to big brain. It's going to be hard considering this movie's trying to kill me. But the best way to describe it is the only thing that can be done to fix this safely is if they were to divert it off course and save everyone. That is the way to go. But 
the reason that they didn't was because there's minerals and stuff on it, which would make people who already have a lot of money make them more money and have and be set for the rest of their lives. So it is clear that they need to destroy the comet or divert it to save everyone, but it's not because of the money. So they are trying to fight to keep the comet not blown up so they could create economic jobs and basically try to help everyone out. But in doing so, you cause national tragedies, i.e. off the coast of Chile, where it's going to crash. They said earlier in the movie that they are fine with dealing with the tsunami and all that, as long as they receive financial compensation from the United States. But at the same time, that puts everyone's life at risk, and millions will die, and that is the issue. There's there's kind of a direct correlation between, I'm seeing between this and COVID, only COVID's not an asteroid. COVID is a sneeze sneeze. So let me, let me put it this way. COVID is the reverse comet. COVID's not going to kill a lot of people. A lot of the people that have died have been comorbidities. You can look it up. It's not specifically COVID. They've either died from pneumonia and COVID or stuff, other things that can be, it, COVID's not going to help, but it's not the only reason killing them. If, co- if a comet hits the planet, everyone is going to die. <laughs> there's no eat health, there's nothing you can do to stop it. So there's a clear answer to that, but they decide not to, to for economic gain. And in this one, they decide to, with, with COVID, they decided to shut down the economy because they wanted to keep everyone safe but it did nothing all it did was delayed the inevitable so in doing so it's kind of like a reverse in my opinion i know a lot of that didn't make sense but we'll just try to get to the end of this and i'll explain more by the way i figured it out they're trying to say that the people that want the comet to hit are conservatives uh good luck with that (laughs) yeah no the other party is the party of pseudoscience, so yeah, uh, congratulations with that man, woman, people, things. I wonder how much they paid Ariana Grande to sing this stupid fucking song. Because, like, is that their main selling point here? This is really weird. I don't understand. And also, I think my favorite part about this is I guarantee you Kid Cudi and Ariana Grande were part of this movie because they felt like they were making a statement, and they are making a statement in the fact that celebrities are often the people that don't know shit, and they flip-flop without knowing anything because they're literally sitting here singing about scientists and doing all that. But I can point you to every single celebrity that talks about anything political. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about. They're, They're saying what people want them to say. And that's exactly what they're doing here. Like, they don't see anything. She literally, at the beginning of this movie, told Leonardo DiCaprio to fuck off because he said, I'm sorry about your life. She's like, excuse you, fuck off, old man. So, this is perfect. It's They are literally doing <laughs> what celebrities do. So, oh my god, just... It's so meta. <laughs> 
they like I guarantee you they don't understand what they're doing. They're feeding into it, and that's my favorite part about it so far. So <sighs> it's so frustrating, but it's funny at the same time. What? Orlean and Bash cut Russia, India, and China out of the rights for the minerals, so they tried their own joint deflection mission. But uh, approximately 40 minutes ago, there was a massive explosion detected at the Russians' Baikonur launch complex. So it looks like the mission failed. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Calm down there, Netflix. You don't need to push the propaganda this hard. Are you really trying to sit here and tell me that the good guys in this story are Russia, India, and China? These, these are your superheroes. Russia, the country that is currently trying to invade Ukraine. <laughs> India, that is insanely rich because of oil. And China. <laughs> China. Just just ask the Uyghurs about China. And that's all. I'll leave it at that. These are your good guys? <laughs> What's next? Is Hitler going to come back from the grave and be like, Oh, Joss, I tried to take down the comet, but I could not use my superior Aryan bloodline to get out there. And that's why we need all the blue-eyed blonde hair children so they can grow up and destroy the comet except for the Jews kills all the Jews like what is this chill with your propaganda Netflix we get it I understand why there's so many big names in this pop China whipped out its wallet and goes here you go make movie where make us look like a good guy take the money you take money right now like holy shit Oh, I got like 30 more minutes. 30 more minutes is all that I need. So now, everybody who's in the crowd outside of the White House, they all look up and see the comet, and they see it's coming for them. And the whole reason I included this clip here is because the guy at the very beginning of that clip kind of sounded like Christopher Walken is like hey hey now so I kind of wanted to do a, a Christopher Walken impression but anyways they now see that the mindless people that they made to be Republicans or, or whoever they're supposed to be the party of dumbassery they look up and see that there is in fact a comet because they couldn't do that three weeks ago and see the comet up there but there's clearly a comet so Fuck this movie still. Fuck it. They'll put a, a bullet, like, right in the middle of it, you know? When we dated in college, I fucked Aaron Tran. Oh. Yeah, so... It did it. It genuinely made me laugh at one point in the movie... So Leonardo DiCaprio takes Kate and the dude that she met at the drink alcohol liquor store, I don't know, and they go back to their house where he and his family are, 
basically apologizes. He's like, I'm so sorry. I've, I've felt so bad this entire time. And she's like, I know. I missed you. And they're like, I missed you. And it's this weirdly weird, kind of awkward, tense situation. And in that clip, you heard, she goes, in college, I fucked Aaron Drans. He's like, oh. And then it all kind of seems fine. So, okay, I'll, I'll give it that. It made me laugh. It was one of those situations where it's a really awkward situation, but they actually use comedy correctly and insert it into an awkward situation to make it funnier. And that's just, that was for like a small 20 second segment. They actually used good writing and good comedic timing and actually made a joke. And I appreciate this one. So that's, that's a plus in my book. Oh, it's actually store-bought. But you really can't tell. If I'm to be completely honest, which at this moment, why not? I actually like the junky taste of store-bought better than homemade. Oh, you gotta be kidding me. No. I'm not kidding. No, I, I know what it means. It's like a childhood memory thing. So, of course, the money-hungry plan fails. It doesn't even break up the comet at all. And it proceeds to smack dab, crash into the Earth. All the rich people are getting on a spaceship and leaving. But, man, Leonardo DiCaprio and his family are all together. Kate's there. Even Rob. the uh, I can't remember his name. It's like Golden Flube or whatever. But they're all sitting around the table. And personally, I couldn't think of a better way to go, surrounded by my my girlfriend and hopefully, like, my family and all that, and just spending all... I would want my final memory to be not one of running or hiding or fearing what comes next, but enjoying what I have, enjoying the people that I got to spend my life with and be surrounded by by the people that I love most. And that's, I think that's a really sweet ending to this, that instead of them hiding, they're enjoying Thanksgiving dinner. And God, I wouldn't want anything else. That That just seems like the best way for me. And then on top of that, the rich people, like I said, got on their ship and got off the planet before impact. And they land on, of course, a new planet. And, of course, they're all old and rich and everything. So it seems like the stupidest people to send there because it's not like they can have kids. Like, what exactly do they plan on doing? Y'all will eventually die soon. So they end up getting eaten by a bronchiolosaurus or something like that. I don't know. He says it here. Work out quite well. Quite well, oh indeed. My goodness. Oh, look at that beautiful animal. I wonder, are those feathers or are they scales? That's disgusting. What is that thing? I believe that's called a brontorock. Uh, whatever you do, don't pet them. Yep, and so basically the movie ends with them all getting eaten by these Brontorock things, and like I said, that's it. 
So all the old people are going to get absolutely massacred. That's the one thing I could think of. If you're just sending random people there, you're just going to die anyways because it's uninhabited area and y'all are all soft as tissue paper. So, yeah, so they all died. Every Everybody's dead. Humanity is gone. That is the end of the movie. And thank God it's the end of the movie because that was just, that was really something else. I'm just glad that it's over and I can finally just get on to the review portion of it. So we're going to keep this pretty short, the whole review portion of it, because just thinking about this movie makes me hate everything about cinematography and the way that we have officially become anything. I I, I just don't want this movie to be a thing, so we're just going to run through it. Plot gets a .5, because I don't know if I can give it anything lower. You know what, fuck it. We will change that point five. Where'd I put my pen? That point five. Point one. It gets a point one because I'm not allowed to give it a zero. So point one on the plot because it's absolutely, completely, and utterly stupid. It's completely ridiculous. Yes, I understand they're trying to send a message and everything, but this is extreme. And I understand it's a comedy. I understand it's not supposed to make sense. But like I said earlier... I understand, for most movies, you need somebody to be the dumbass for a plot to go along. But in this movie, you need everybody to be the dumbass for this movie to go along. And so because of that, I, I it's a no for me, dog. <laughs> and then the acting, I went ahead and gave it a two. Because it actually wasn't bad on the acting. Leo DiCaprio just knocks it out of the park. He did a great job. Rob Morgan did absolutely fantastic. Jennifer Lawrence was all right. Uh, even Timothy Chalamet, at the very end, he came in. He did a pretty good job. So I think the the acting was was spot on. The acting was good. Everyone did a pretty good job. Meryl Streep, you really hated them. Mark Rylance was also, you really hated him because he <laughs> makes it to where... Everyone's going to be screwed. So they did a good job on the acting. So I will give them a two on that. And then the cinematography, I gave it a 0.5. It's pretty standard. Uh, interestingly enough, they do this thing where it shows them on the TV whenever on like a movie segment or a TV segment, something like that. And at first it's interesting, but they kept doing it throughout. So they were just kind of overplaying their hand. And I mean, it's shot the same way that anything else would be shot nowadays. So it doesn't, there's nothing there to really salvage it. So that's what that is. I don't really know what else to say. And then for my bonus points, I don't even know if this is possible, but I'm doing it on the fly. For my bonus points, it's getting a negative fucking one because of, first off, that stupid credit scene that I said at the very beginning. That was stupid to just throw it in there like that. And then just for the political aspect of this, I understand you're trying to make a statement, but a kid with a fucking cardboard sign makes more of a statement. If you want to listen to like political stuff and actually make any sense, go listen to a Tom McDonald song. Do literally anything else. 
you can get the entire gist of this two hour and 18 minute movie from a like one minute Tom McDonald song. And you don't have to deal with stupid fucking characters and completely nonsensical plot lines that make absolutely zero sense to the point where I just want to bang my head into a wall continuously. So <sighs> let's go ahead and add it up, shall we? We have the literal point one for the plot because ass and then uh, the two for Leonardo DiCaprio's acting and everyone else Rob did a pretty good job also and then point five for the cinema because it wasn't really much of anything I didn't find this comedy movie to be comedic there was one point where it made me laugh so it doesn't get any bonus points it gets a minus point for the cinematography the fact that this is somehow labeled a comedy like I could make funnier jokes if I shoved my foot up my ass and hopped around for 20 seconds it's not it's not a funny movie it's got moments where it makes you laugh but like I said there was just one point where I individually laughed and then the rest of it was just pure ironic laughter from this movie the fact that it could be so bad that it's considered a comedy and be utterly terrible so once we put all that together this movie gets a 1.6 from me don't look up with the IMDB rating of 7.2 I don't know who they had to screw to get that kind of rating because this movie is not a 7.2 movie. Like, I even, look, I'll give you the Rotten Tomato scores. They're a little bit closer. First off, I like to look at the audience score because usually that gives you a better idea for how movies are. Uh, the only comment that I could find that I relate with at all for the most part is by Derek D. He is a verified audience reviewer, audience critic, and he's verified. This was December 15th, 2021. Worst movie I've ever seen. I couldn't even watch it to the end. It was so bad. Do yourself a favor and save your money. Don't waste your time on this rubbish. You'll thank me later. Derek is so on the nose here that, that you should just listen to that. I mean, the audience gave it a 78%. Who's giving this movie a 78%? And how is this a comedy? It's not funny. It's way too long. Like, I was halfway through begging for this movie to be over. And I literally just could not, could not stand this fucking movie. The tomato meter was closer with 56%, but still too high. I'll give you the what to know. The critics consensus on this movie don't look up aims too high for its scattershot barbs to consistently land yes but adam mckay's star-studded satire hits its target and collected denial square on you gave them points for having good actors and actresses in it that's you shouldn't give points for the fact that they have big names in it i gave them points in my acting category because Leonardo DiCaprio did a good job. I don't think Jennifer Lawrence did a good job. I don't know if they specifically told her to make SJW like freak out faces while she's doing it. 
but that's what the vibe that I got from it. So you shouldn't be like, oh, star-studded satire does great. No, fuck that. That's stupid. And then the audiences who gave this a mind-shattering 78% say, although it can be heavy-handed with its messaging, don't look up tackles important subjects with humor and heart. The fuck? It covers no subjects. It makes a completely theoretical ideal. I, I've tried to link it to other stuff, but it makes no sense. I understand you're trying to make conservative people look like conspiracy theorists. You're trying to make the liberal party of pseudoscience seem like the smart people that know what they're talking about when they can't figure out if you're a fucking boy or a girl. If you're taking science classes from them, you're an idiot. Or maybe you want to go learn from the professor who's a MIP or a MAP, a minor attracted person. Sounds like pedophilia. So the fact that you're sitting here and telling me that one party is completely stupid and the other one is the smart one because, oh, there's a, there's a big old rock coming for us. Yeah, no shit. That should be a universal thing. There's no way that this ever happens in any type of setting ever. Like, I'm not even going to try to relate it to any type of situation currently at hand because there's not one. There's literally nothing that you can use to link this to it because it's so incredibly out there and it steps on its own feet and it tries to be so much more than it actually is that it tries too hard. It's that one friend at the party who like has nothing in common with anyone there and they're like, oh yeah, I went like skydiving this one time, dude, and it was like totally awesome. They're like, dude, we're talking about fishing trips. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw a fish somewhere up in the air, dude. It was like fucking crazy. Like, it's so incredibly bad. Don't don't waste your time. I legitimately just wasted basically three hours of my life watching this and reviewing this. But I'm not going to see it as a waste. I'm going to see this as a public service. I have taken the time out of my life that I could never get back now. I could have done so many other things to better my life. I could have gone to the bathroom. I could have made a sandwich. I could have, you know, drawn a penis in my notebook over here that I take for notes for it. I could have done so many other more productive things with my life. But instead... I took this time out to watch this movie so you don't have to. Please, for the love of God, if you value your sanity, if you value life, even if you're thinking about suicide or something like that, this movie will push you there. It'll put you over that edge. Like I said, one of my favorite sayings is all it takes is three bad days. This fucking movie counts for two and a half of them. <laughs> It is so bad. It's so bad. Just do not watch this movie. If you watch it, God bless you. I hope that eventually you find the strength to recover. And I hope that someday soon you can learn to love again and learn to enjoy life. Because this movie ain't going to help you do that. It is not helping you in any way, shape, or form. So you are just absolutely down on your luck whenever you watch this movie. And I know I said I was going to make this fast here at the end and try to wrap it up since I have gone way over time. 
but this movie is just so bad that I had to uh, I had to let everybody know that if you value your sanity if you enjoy movies if you just want to have a nice calm relaxing afternoon don't watch this movie do anything else you can go take a walk around the block you can sleep and get more out of life than than doing this but please for the love of god do not watch this movie so that is all that i have to say for this review just to reiterate i gave it a 1.6 out of 10 and that's that that 1.6 is all leonardo dicaprio and rob you know what i'm going to give you his name since i keep saying rob rob morgan rob morgan and leo dicaprio are the only plus sides of this movie so please if you like them i'm sure they got their money from it so you don't need to spend your money to watch it just know that they did as good a job as they could but because of that just just don't watch it but i hope everyone out there is having a good day i hope everyone's having a good week i'm sorry that this came out later in the day there was a snowstorm where i live and it's just made things a little difficult but hopefully this helps you out just a little bit more and oh god like i said i watched it so you don't have to i'd like to give a shout out to my taiwan listeners if you're out there still i greatly appreciate you and a huge shout out to anchor for sponsoring this podcast the easiest way to make a podcast and distribute it to everywhere that you would like anchor it's for everyone but with that being said All I can say to everyone who comes back week after week to listen for the movie Don't Look Up, don't look at this movie. Shield your eyes. Thanks, everyone. Have a good week.